What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast. And tonight, we have a Toronto legend in the building tonight. Listen, this is a rapper. This is also an actor. He's also been in video games. You've seen him in commercials. You've seen him in movies. You know who we have in the building today? We have Infinite in the building today. What's going on, my What's brother? What's going on, man? You're Respect. good. Thank you for having me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you yeah. for coming through, my brother. Always, and I man. mean, always, man. I see you supporting me. I, I gotta support you. Yeah. And plus, we're family. Like, yeah. That's how it is. You know. What you mean? know how it goes. Been working on this for a while, but again, nothing before it's time. And I'm happy you came today. Yeah, yeah. And let's do this for sure. And I mean, infinite, my brother. Yes. When it came to hip hop, when did you really discover and fall in love with hip hop and say, "I like this"? You know, I have a my oldest brother. He was into hip hop when we was growing up. Um, and even around the house, my mom was listening to disco back then. You God, know what I mean? Yeah. So it started a little back then. But then when my older brother Kane mm-hmm. started um, listening to that hip-hop genre, mm-hmm. you know, it's like automatically you just start getting familiar with it as a kid. And you hear this, all these songs every day in the house. Yeah. So... I mean, yeah, my older brother's the one that put me onto that. That really got you yeah. involved with. And do you remember who were some of the rappers you were actually listening to back then? Like when I first, first started listening to it? Yeah. Um, honestly, Run DMC was like the first introduction, Houdini. Yeah. I was a kid. I wasn't even supposed to know these guys. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I was a baby listening to all these mm-hmm. all these rappers that was coming out at that time. So. Yeah, so UTFO, Roxanne, Shantae, mm-hmm. all of them, all of them from way back, the old school, the classic hip hop. Yeah, so I yeah. didn't get this. I didn't skip a beat. You yeah, know? I didn't cut no corners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got you came from the original, so you understand how it goes. Yeah, you understand. Exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. so then now you're listening to hip hop rap, the originators and stuff like. That. Mm-hmm. When did you actually decide? You know what? I want to rap. I'm gonna write some lyrics and stuff like. That. When did that actually come around? When I was in grade seven. I remember, I'm uh, sorry, grade six. Okay. I remember um, going to school and we was in the bathroom and just we'd see people battling in the bathroom. Okay. It was actually us battling in the yeah. bathroom. So during class, I tried to write a one verse or one a couple bars mm-hmm. for the yeah. battle <laughs> whenever we have the next battle. So yeah. that, that's when I started writing, doing my writing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I'd say grade six. Grade six. Yeah. Wow. And you actually remember your verse that you wrote back then? I can't remember it. I yeah. can't remember. Like I... I have an idea, but yeah. nah, I don't remember. I, I can't spit it yeah. consistently for you <laughs> yeah. now, you know? Yeah. Okay, wow, right there. So then you discovered the hip-hop. You started to write your lyrics and from yeah. there now. So then now I know you grew up in Rexdale. Yeah. All right, so then Rexdale, right? Now you people are like Jellystone, you ghetto concept and stuff like that's where you're coming from. So was there any hip-hop artists when you were growing up that you were actually looking up to in Rexdale at that time there, or it was more you're looking to the States? The only person at that time in Rexdale that I was looking up to mm-hmm. was uh, Kane. Yeah. I thought Kane was a ill rapper. That yeah. was like my oldest brother again. Mm-hmm. So like he set the tone, he set the trend, and Kane was a he was talented. Yeah, you know, if I could find some of Kane's music, man. I'd love that, you know, like mm-hmm. somewhere. I don't know where it would be, but yeah, Kane was who I looked up to at the time. Yeah. yeah. And you say you definitely could get involved with this right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, so then how did you guys form the group Ghetto Concept? So Ghetto Concept now, to be honest with you, 
I went to Marion Academy High School in grade nine, mm-hmm. and that's when I met Quadro. But I remember seeing Quadro on Rap City freestyling too. Like you know, they had a cipher, and I was like, "Yo, you sound, you sound proper," you know. Yeah. But when I went to school, I met Quadro, and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." And we linked. Yeah. And then, you know, did school assemblies and certain things like that, and we started clicking and doing um, different raps for different different topics yeah. for different assemblies. So that's how it all came, started coming together. But he formed Ghetto Concept with um, th- our next boy, Dolo, which is from Jungle. Okay. Before I even came in the group. Got you. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. the group was actually formed before I came in the group. Mm-hmm. So before the end of high school or by the end of high school, that's when I entered the group. You Got know what you. I'm saying? Yeah. All right. And from there, everything started bumping. So did they have music out or they were more or less doing freestyles and live shows and stuff like that before had, you actually joined the group? So before I joined the group, mm-hmm. they came up with about two three, two songs maybe. Okay. Two songs, maybe three. Yeah. You know, but probably by the third one, I was in the group. Yeah. But I wasn't on the track yet. Okay. I was, I was, I entered the group as a DJ. What? Yeah. I entered the group <laughs> as a DJ. Yeah, I went to the group because I just wanted, that was my boy and I just wanted to travel. Yeah. But these guys were traveling everywhere, Atlanta, New York, mm-hmm. you know, Florida, whatever. And then I was like, yo, let me roll. Like, yeah. you know, and they just fired a DJ. So I was Got like, you. I know how to put a record on. Yeah. I know how to start a song. So I said, let me just, let me start the, the music, boom, bam. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I came in the group. But I was already, Quadra knew I could spit already. Got you. So... That's where that's how I came in the group. Yeah, as a DJ. So then, how long were you the DJ before you actually started to spit some lyrics? Like a month. (laughs) Like (laughs) like about a month. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a show and we were we at rehearsal one Mm -hmm. day, and I put on the instrumental, and I think the sequence was too long, or something like that, and I. I started to rap in between where where there was where it was blank where there was nobody rapping. Yeah, and the producer was there and all the members were there and they're like, "Yo, we should record it like that." Yeah, and that was easy on the motion. You know what I'm saying? Just it like that. Out. Yeah, and it worked out. It just worked out like it was supposed to be like that. That's you know? crazy. Yeah. Just to come up with something so big, yeah. just out of basically, okay, I'll fill up time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. So that was your, that. Yeah, yeah. your first recording. So yeah. you guys started now, okay, you guys started recording mm-hmm. and you started doing shows. Where were some of the first places that you guys actually performed as a group now with you as a third member? Yeah, you're asking some good questions. Thank you. Like, <laughs> we actually did some shows in the city. We had um, movie television that used to come on City TV. Yeah had a special mm-hmm. and I remember that was probably one of the first shows I did with them mm-hmm. and then we did Rap City yeah with uh, Master T big yeah yeah we performed did an interview whatever then we did like, start doing Extend Mix but before Extend Mix and all that we did a show the first big show we did was at a music seminar down in Orlando that was called Jack the Rapper okay yeah, yeah. which there's no fans there. It's yeah. all industry people, all big artists. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming out on that stage mm-hmm. and Puff Daddy, Shook Knight, um, Death Row. Yeah. Everybody was like in the crowd. And everybody that was hot at the time was SWV was at 
I just that's the story I always tell. Yeah. SWV story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. SWV was like right at the front of the stage, just mm. waiting for me to spit when I walked out, yeah. and I almost froze up. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It gave you that butterflies, mm-hmm. but then I got it and I spit it. Yeah. And then I got the love. The crowd started making love. I heard um, like Bad Boy Records and everybody was making noise, which gave me more confidence. And then I never looked back after that. So yeah. any show that I do after that was like, okay, it's whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, still get a little butterflies, but it's mm-hmm. not like the first big show that we did in front of all those major people that we look up to. Because remember, it's no, it's not fans. We're okay. Yeah. It's a fan. It's okay. These yeah. are people that's professionals. Yeah. I look up to them also. People that we look up to. And now it's like, oh, man, let me get this. And from you said, okay, you got the co-sign from them. Yeah. You said, okay, let's go with this right yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And especially you guys being the Canadian, I'm pretty sure there wasn't a lot of Canadian acts or rappers that was in that show at the same time also. No, there wasn't a lot at all. Yeah. There was probably one. Yeah. Other one. Yeah. You know, and I think that was Maestro. Mm-hmm. Fresh West. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you connected with Maestro from early then? Yeah. During Ghetto Concept, we connected with Maestro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I tell, just like today, I was speaking to our mastermind and I was telling him, there's actually four stages of hip hop when it comes to mm-hmm. Toronto and Canada. Mm-hmm. The first level yeah. is the Mishi. Maestro, yeah. Dream Warriors. Yes, yes. Second level mm. is Cardinal, mm. Socrates, mm. Um, Shockler, yeah. and those guys. But mm. here we're Ghetto Concept fitting now. Mm. Ghetto Concept was a cross between second level and third level. Mm. Third level is now the mixtape era where it's a bit more hard. It's not as polished mm-hmm. as the Cardinals mm-hmm. and the Shockler's. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So then that's where Ghetto Concept was a cross between mm-hmm. level two and level three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then now you guys are now in a different lane because when you, you wouldn't usually hear a Ghetto Concept song on like a flow or something like no, that. No. It would be more of a Project Bounce. 88.1. Yes. Yes, yes. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. That yes, was the yes, beginning yes, of yes. the mixtape era, the more streety, a little bit more edgy yeah. hip-hop when it came to the Canadian scene right, there. Right, right, You know what I mean? Right, it's that ghetto concept. That's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Even that name there, do you know how you guys even came up with that name in the first place? Like I said, I joined right after it was already established mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the two members came up with that right yeah before I joined mm-hmm. at the third member yeah what I mean I remember Cardinal and Socrates and Shaclair and the, all of the all of the, the names you mentioned mm-hmm. from back then too you know what I mean and there was everybody was coming up for sure you know it's like an umbrella yeah the Tyra Chases the, everybody yes, was coming yes, up man. yes it's crazy man it's a good yeah. it's good memories you mm-hmm. know and that was the foundation mm-hmm. you know that's we set the foundation you know mm-hmm. what I mean Maestro won a Juno mm-hmm. Dream Warriors I believe won a Juno yep and and ghetto concept we want to do yeah okay so even with that now when it comes to let's go down that road there yeah. when it comes to awards and accolades you actually won awards in ghetto concept before you branched out on your own before i branched out on my own yeah yeah you guys won a juno in ghetto concept so we won a juno for certified mm-hmm. which was a track that was recorded before i joined the group yeah and then the track that we recorded together we won a Juno for that one the yeah. following year. Yeah. 
Okay, so then that's how you ended up with the two Junos right there. Yes, 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 yes. And that's crazy. And especially this is still at the beginning of your career. Yeah. You're just winning the awards. Bam. Yeah, just winning the group and then, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everything started moving, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and then like that, like I said, we were the first hip-hop group, Canadian hip-hop group on BET. On BET? Yeah. Okay. Do you know how that came about in the first place, how you guys even made the connection for BET? Because remember, BET, I remember when we got BET in Canada. Yeah. Getting BET in Canada was a big, big it's deal. huge, yeah. Remember, because back then, all of us had family, like in New York or something. Right. You go to New York, you're watching BET, you're mm-hmm. coming back and telling all your mm-hmm. friends what you've mm-hmm. seen. Mm-hmm. So how did you guys even get the connection to go on to BET in the first place? Well, we were signed to Quality Records, and I feel like that was a part of it. Yeah. You know, Quality had weight. Yeah. And with Quality speaking for us, Mm -hmm. and then the music, the quality was Mm -hmm. different. Yeah. So winning the Juno, like all of that just happened, boom, 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 and it was a good look Mm -hmm. to follow up to, yeah. Here's the video. Yeah. Yeah. So it was rotating on BT. So it wasn't just like a one. Okay, played one time. This was actually in rotation. Like, we were in New York. Yeah. Oh, the video's on. Like, it's one of those. We don't know when it's coming on. Like, it was in rotation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So did you guys actually go out and connect with a lot of other artists out in the States when you guys were doing it also? We connected with a few artists and other people in the industry. Not only artists, but... Actors, mm-hmm. actress, mm-hmm. Um, directors. Okay. You know, uh, my boys, Yuli and Jesse Terrero, they're pretty big in the director scene yeah. of things. Yeah. You know, with Nicky Jam and all the other things going on in um, the Spanish genre, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Latin. Yeah, they're pretty big in that, that side of things. But they connected us with a lot of people at that time. Okay. Yeah. And even while we're out there, I know people call it the six or T dot. Yeah. We actually made up T dot. But my boy, K Force yeah. from Jungle, yeah. he moved to New York years before this happened. Yeah. And we was out in New York and we was freestyling on the, the porch of yeah. Jesse Terrero's house in the, yeah. in the front yard. And then my boy said, during his freestyle, he said, I'm chilling here with my niggas from the T dot, O dot. And then all of us looked at each other yeah. like, that sounded ill. Yeah. And then that's when it was created. When we came back to Toronto, mm-hmm. we put T dot, O dot on the intro of a song, Much Love. And Quadro is the one, the actual one that actually said it. Yeah. On the song, and then after that, we started hearing everybody start saying T dot, T dot, and then sports people in the T dot, like everybody, we should have patented that, bro. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy to know that you guys just okay, we're free, so you came up with it, and then it's like something went off, like hold on, yes, that sounds good, yes, you know what I mean, yes, yes. a lot of people didn't know that, yeah, there you go, yeah. No, you learn something new every day, especially mm. because you're in the States and you want to represent where you're from. Yes. And yeah. how did, back then, how did Americans mm-hmm. embrace a Canadian rapper or a rap group? You know what? Mm-hmm. From our perspective, from our view, yeah. I feel like we were, we were good as these guys in New York. 
and these guys in Atlanta and these guys in the South and the West. But I feel like when they realized we were from Toronto, they were like, oh, word? Yeah. Because we didn't have a lot of groups coming out of Toronto At that, time, that was no holding way. it down skill-wise. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. was talented, you know? We came with that. We came with that new era. That was a new era for the North. You yeah. know what I mean? And they showed us love because even when we're out there, our parents they was like, "Yo, y'all from Canada? Yeah, <laughs> y'all don't look like y'all from Canada. Yeah, you look like you're from Queens. You look like you're yeah. from Brownsville. And you mm-hmm. look, like you know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, Toronto's like a, a miniature New York. Mm-hmm. That's how we always looked at it, anyway. Yeah. Okay. So they were showing love as yeah. the okay because they didn't really. We didn't really start. Bubbling yeah. at that time there. Yeah, we, yeah. we got a couple of bright sparks here and there, yeah. but we weren't bubbling yet, so it was still foreign yeah. to a lot of the Americans to exactly. see Canadian rappers. Is there Eskimos up there? What happens yeah. up there? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how a lot of them seen us. Yeah. All right, so then you guys are doing good stuff with um, Ghetto Concept now, and how long were you actually in the group for? You know what? I actually came out of the group maybe at some point in 96, maybe. 96. But I came. I went in the group about ninety, between ninety three, ninety four. Okay, so you were in, call it about three years. Yeah, two about to three that, years. Two to three years. Yeah. Okay, and then yeah. you left ninety six. Was there any reason why you decided to leave at that time? There. Well, I feel like we was going through a lot of differences at the time. Okay. You know, you know, you fight with your brothers, right? So, I mean. At that time, I was experiencing some different things that, you know, my other two members weren't. Yeah. And I feel like that energy can cause you to react and just move a little different and maybe not see eye to eye sometimes. Yeah. You know, because at that time, I lost my bro and I I was just an angry person at the time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not to really get too into it, but I was moving kind of different than these guys where they would look at me and say yo you gotta slow down chill out whatever 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 mm-hmm. we was in the streets yeah you know what i mean yeah but good thing you know we just i started getting my head together yeah and i just decided to take it out on my solo career got you, you know okay so when you left the group you had left say, okay, I'm done with rap altogether. You didn't leave to go pursue a solo career or what was the real situation? So, so bef- before I left, mm-hmm. while I was in the group, I was saying, forget rap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was that angry. Mm-hmm. Forget this rap music, you know? Who's going to bring back my brother? Forget that. But then what made me continue mm-hmm. was him saying to me that I want to put money into your career. Yeah. If you go solo, mm-hmm. I want to put money into your career. Because he had that confidence in me. Yeah. And then that's what made me go solo. That's what made me say, I'm going to do the solo thing for him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was like, there was like a transition point at one time where it was like, okay, it was forget rap. Yeah. But then you Stay heard it in the back yes. of your mind. Yes. Say, hey, yeah. if you go. Yeah. I'll back you 100%. Yeah, yeah. So even though he wasn't here in the physical, right. the spiritual, what he had said to you yeah. was still in the it back of your mind. Yeah. 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 So while I was trying to decide what I wanted to do mm-hmm. with my life, I was, you know, just had, that was in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. And the same time, the group, you know, we're, 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 we're having differences and, you mm-hmm. know, we're falling out, you mm-hmm. know. So 
eventually got to that point where you know what I'm just gonna do my thing and yeah. you guys do your thing and that's where it got to that yeah. point you know? and what was the first song you actually came up with when you went solo the first song I actually came out with was uh, Gotta Get Mine yeah big song yeah yeah, yeah. that's the one with um, Divine Brown yes big, so that was big, my, big my, my first impression that was my I wanted to get it out mm-hmm. that was my first impression yeah yeah but let me tell you something real real, real interesting yeah the first beat that I picked when yeah. I came out of the group yeah. so I'm out here shopping I'm looking for beats by myself now not, yeah. not with the group yeah I went to a producer he, he don't deal with ghetto concept. Yeah, like ghetto concept. No, no, knows him. Mm-hmm. But this, this producer K Cut Golden Boy. Yeah, part of he used to be a part of Main Source. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I went to Kevin's house. Yeah. That's his name. He played a, a instrumentals for me. Whatever. Yo, I heard this beat that I wanted. Yeah. I just wanted this beat, which was take a look. This is take a look. We got. We, yeah. did a, we did an animated video for that. Mm-hmm. One, two, MMVAs for that. Yes. Why did mm-hmm. Ghetto Concept pick the same beat? <laughs> but okay. from... Yeah. So, so Kevin worked on the beat yeah. with somebody else. Mm-hmm. But the other dude sold Ghetto Concept the beat, not knowing that Kevin yeah. sold me the beat. But So we were still connected. Yeah. We're still on the same wavelength, picking the same type of beats. Yeah. We picked the same beat, bro. That's crazy. So mine is called Take a Look, mm-hmm. and theirs is called Blood, Sweat, and Glory. Hold on. So you guys actually recorded? We recorded two different tracks. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That, and they I didn't, didn't hear my, they didn't know, they didn't, honestly, I could say innocently, yeah. they didn't know that I picked that beat. Yeah. And they, I never knew they picked that beat. Yeah. So it's like crazy that the two of us, that was crazy to me that the two of us, Picked the same instrumental yeah. and, re- and recorded on it and put it out. Crazy. And coming from a producer that didn't even really connect with Ghetto Concept, this is through a third party. Yes. He got the beat. You went straight to the producer. You got the beat. You say, okay, you figure everything's yeah, cool. Yeah. It's like, hold on. Yeah. It's like me and you making a beat. Yeah. But you know a guy that wants a beat. I know somebody else that wants a beat. And then I come tell you, yo, I saw that. You saw that beat too? Yeah. What? Like, yeah. But it's ghetto concept and infinite. Like <laughs> that was that was that was the most strangest yeah thing when I came out of the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was it? Did it cause like a little friction, or it was just you guys just looked at it as a coincidence? At the end of it, it was a coincidence. But at Got first, you. it was between the between the producers. It was like, yo, what do you mean? <laughs> nah, what? <laughs> I made that beat. No, I made that beat. Look, I did the sample. No, yeah. I did the... It got to that, but, you yeah. know, shout out to both producers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was rolling with Golden Boy. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That was my producer, so I yeah. don't know what the other guy has to say. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Golden Boy. I hear you 100. That's so you know? interesting how life works. Yeah. You understand where you're always connected to something, whether you know it or not Mm -hmm. you're always connected okay so you got your first track here Bubba now what was it like now the first time you had to perform without the other two so then now you're a solo Mm -hmm. now it's strictly 100% me what was that like now the first performance I I did without them yo I basically I got my DJ Mm -hmm. I got a backup hype man okay 
I got too hype, man. Yeah. I got dancers. Yeah. Like I, started, <laughs> I, started, I started getting creative. I said, nah. Yeah. Just after level up. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to do this, I can't do it on a lower level. No. It's, it's either... If, yeah. It wouldn't make up. sense. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't level up, it does not make sense, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. So, 97... Mm-hmm. And 98 and 99 mm-hmm. is when, like, for instance, if you go on YouTube and you look up my MMVA performance, mm-hmm. much music video performance, you'll see the dancers, you'll yeah. see my hype man, you'll see my DJ, you'll see the, I got had a beatboxer on stage. I had, I try to make it more involve the crowd and make yeah. it more entertaining. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you knew in your mind what you wanted to do is yeah. just now I got to bring this to life and yes. actually perform. Say, okay, here we are. Yes. You know and what I mean? would see Ghetto Concept. I should, yeah. if people would book Ghetto Concept and Infinite on the same bill. So it would, be, it would feel weird. The yeah. energy was off, but, you know, you're young. Mm-hmm. You're going through it. Yeah. And... You know, it's all good. It was mm-hmm. all good at the time. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because they figure, okay, we'll, we'll get a good package since Ghetto Concept is here and Infinite is here. Yeah. Let's put them on one and see what happens. Did you actually, talking about that before we even move forward, did you actually have to perform any of your old songs with them when you were on the same show with them? With them? Yeah. No, because we we, we weren't, it wasn't a good vibe between us. Got so you. if we seen each other... If it was a good day, if we both had a good day, we'd probably say, like, yeah, whatever. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we wouldn't perform together. We wouldn't do nothing together. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't, it wasn't, the vibe wasn't like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and sometimes it's really unfortunate. It's like, Frig, these are my brothers, but I'm going through this, they're going through whatever they're going through, and it's the music is the middle. So it's yeah. really the fans are the one that's really... They're the one, we're not going to say suffer, but they're the really the ones feeling it. Yeah. Because we're not really linking up again as a group. But that's how things go from time to time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the thing is, the guys that they were rolling with, I know them. Mm-hmm. They know me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, they don't know whether to say what up. Right. They don't know whatever, you know what I'm saying? They don't know whatever to say yeah. what up or whatever. Yeah. But then the guys that I'm rolling with, they know of them. But they don't know them like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... One of my like I said, one of my hype men just came out. He's a street, he's a street dude. He just did ten years, so yeah. he he don't smile with he didn't smile with nobody. Yeah. And then my other dude, his head hot. You know what I mean? So yeah. they, I was just more like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's blessed. Everything's mm-hmm. blessed. You know. But there was more like giving yeah. off that energy. You know what I mean? Because remember, at this time now, you're industry, yeah, and those guys are in the streets. Yeah, you understand. Or, we're in the street. Yeah. And they're in the street because one day somebody said, one of the members must have said, we can't move like that. Like, yeah. you know, you were young, you know? And I was moving a certain way and he looked at me and said, yo, we can't move like that. But I'm like, yo, we're ghetto concept. Bro. Yeah. We're ghetto concept, right? But, you know, like I said, that's during the friction days. Those yeah. are the, we got past all those. For sure. That, that, that moment, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's a good thing with it. So that now yeah. you're solo, you're doing your own thing, you're yeah. performing. Yeah. What projects did you start to work on right away after you s- decided to go solo? So, like I said, I was working on um, Gotta Get Mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I did an EP with five songs on it. I did five videos. I wasn't playing. Okay. Like, yeah, I just shot five videos yeah and then all of them were number one on Rhapsody <laughs> like yeah. so it wasn't it wasn't a thing where like I, I wasted my time mm-hmm. I'm looking stupid out here like 
I was number one on Rap City for each one of those videos for at least two, three weeks in a row. Okay. Beating at that time Missy Elliott, Puff Daddy, Nas. What? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I still save those. When I run across them, I yeah. save those clippings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. So we did pretty good. No, no. That's big right there. Because, again, remember, you're competing with these big names. Yes. Americans. Yes. You know what I mean? As a Canadian now doing my thing, for you to say number one, one, yeah. one, one, like three, that's a big achievement. Weeks, like, you know what I'm saying? Man, they showed, they showed love. They yeah. showed love, man. And then BMG got involved. Yeah. BMG pushed it, too. Okay. Yeah. So you, after you left, you signed back to a major BMG. BMG did, um, did yeah, basically like we were independent. Mm -hmm. BMG got involved with two different songs. They heard us right. working with. Uh, can we mm -hmm. put that? Can we put that song out like one of those? Yeah. You know? And they helped push. Okay. To get mine. Same with Ivan Barry. He he was involved too. You remember Ivan Barry? Beat Factory. Yeah. 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 So Ivan Barry. Shout out, you yeah. know what I mean? LA Love. You yeah. already know what it is, man. Yeah, no, big up, big up, big up. Listen, I heard you refer to yourself as a reality rapper. Yeah. All I right? Yeah. What do you, exactly what do you mean by that? I didn't want to label myself growing up as a gangster rapper because okay. I'm too much, I feel like people try when they try to label themselves as like, I'm a gangster rapper. I'm a nah. I'm yeah. a reality rapper. Mm -hmm. We're righteous. Like we're, yeah. you know what I'm saying. At the same time, we're doing righteous things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. We only get like that when we need to get like that. You know, when we want to express ourselves in mm -hmm. that sense, mm -hmm. we get like that. Yeah. So reality is what it is. This is what it is. Mm -hmm. Reality is real. Like this is what really is going on. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I didn't label myself as a gangster rapper. Bro. Yeah. yeah, because again, coming from a Toronto Canadian standpoint, that's something you don't usually see yeah. too much of. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's usually, it was more the more clean cut. No, so yeah, as I said, it's more the clean cut type of stuff. Yeah. So then that's why I said you guys were stage in between. Mm -hmm. Stage two and three, right. and the fourth stage would have been clearly like the Drakes and all those stuff there. So you guys came out right around the Cardinals, but then you guys came out with the you came out with the mixtape error too, right. which was a bit more rough around the edge. It wasn't so polished. Right, 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 right. You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. One of my thing there. One of my favorite videos I could remember to this day watching on Much Music mm -hmm. was 360. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 one yeah. of my favorite yes. videos. Respect. You know what I mean. Yeah. Let's talk about it. How did that yeah. song and that whole concept come up? Three sixty was supposed to be my second release, follow up from "Gotta Get Mine." Okay. So I had, like I have to come with something. Yeah. It's either I go left or right. Like I have to come with something that's gonna stand out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when I got so I went same producer. Yeah. Our chemistry was so well, mm -hmm. so I went. I got a, I got a beat from him, and then I wrote to it. And while I was writing it, I was picturing the video, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Okay, I want this to happen. I want this to make sense." Yeah. And then I want this to. And I, that's how I wrote it. Yeah. And then so it was so easy to shoot the video, because the lyrics is line for line what's happening in the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I really appreciate and love that song especially what you said just now it was a story yeah it wasn't just i'm gonna spit some bars yeah it's cool i got yeah. bars yeah, 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 yeah. but it was a story and yeah, to see yeah. okay this is a 
intricate story and just to see you bring it to life in the video yeah. salute 100 i wanted to show skill yeah. and not just freestyle i want to yeah. show a skill yeah you know because it's, it's actually hard to stick to one topic for 16 bars and then another 16 like i wanted to show versatility instead of yeah. just rapping like mm -hmm. how i was in ghetto concept i wanted mm -hmm. to just do something a little different mm -hmm. yeah yeah no definitely as i said i remember watching it clearly i could i could picture even how the writing was on yeah. the bottom of the video yeah. you know what yeah. i mean yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. i remember that that was yeah. crazy and i think that was 98 that might have came out you know? you're actually right we shot it in 98 in 98 yeah, yeah. 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 i remember yeah. 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 <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean yeah we shot it in 98 yeah yeah. Crazy. That's was, crazy. Well, I'm going to tell the story anyway, if mm -hmm. y'all want to hear it. Yeah, you for sure. Want to hear it. Yo, listen, <laughs> I was locked up mm -hmm. January 98, and we were supposed to shoot the video on a Saturday. Yeah. And I didn't know if I was getting out yeah. for the video. So that 360 video, I must have came out two days before we actually shot that video. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, they were going to shoot the video without me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's something that I remember. That's when, when you when you brought that up, I remember that I was in there not knowing my faith. I, did, I didn't know if I was coming out yeah. or if I was going to be wasting my time sitting down while they were shooting the video. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So when I watched that video and it, two, three guys came out too that's actually in the video that was actually on my range. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I remember when we talk about 360. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Big, big song there. Yeah. All right. I want to get into some of your acting career here. Right. All right. Because I know you were in Redemption. Yeah. Okay. You were playing the gang leader for the Crips. Yes. 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 I knew you were also in Into Deep. You were part of the crew members, yeah. one of the crew members. Yeah. You, I think there was something else you did. What was the first thing that actually got you into acting? What was the first role you played? CBC. We actually did... Um, Drop the beat. Drop, drop yes, the yes, beat. Yes, yes, That's yes, what I'm yes, talking yes, about yes. there. Yeah, man. Drop the beat had yeah. Mishi Mishi was in yeah. there. Oh, a lot of people. Cardi was on yeah. it. Um, a lot of people were on it. Yeah. A lot of people were on it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were on that. So that's where, that's what started it out. Mm -hmm. The whole acting thing. You yeah. know what I mean? What was, what was that like? Because remember, drop the beat, because you have to remember, at this point here, we're still coming into ourselves, as in we're starting to like our music mm. we're starting to like what we're putting on tv and stuff like that right. that was one of the first shows that really grabbed the attention mm -hmm. of the man them at that time there yeah you know what i mean where we yeah. say okay we could go home and yeah. watch this every week i guess it was a thursday or whenever yeah. it was we're gonna go watch it yeah. what was that reaction and that feeling like the first time you actually seen yourself on tv I, the first thing was, yo, they put this together kind of, kind of fast. They put it together kind of smooth. Mm -hmm. I just liked to see myself as another character playing mm -hmm. somebody else. Yeah, it's actually fun. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's like a long term, one of my long term goals. Okay. So seeing myself play a different character. My name was Skizo. They gave yeah. me that character name, <laughs> Skizo. <laughs> so yeah. So that's how yeah. that's where my acting career started. Yeah. And then the whole treatment, my trailer, everything like it's different. Yeah. It was so different than the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean the music we get our trailers and stuff, but acting money is way different than the music money, man. Yeah. Especially if you hit the right right show. Yeah. Right movie. Crazy. And then okay, so drop the beat was the first one. And then what did you do after that then? After Drop the Beat, I believe I did In Too Deep. In Too Deep. Yeah. That was where you were part of the crew. With, that's with Omar Epps and... Yeah. 
those guys were in that one. LL Cool J, yes. And I forgot the other dude's name, but there was um, there was a it was a little mafia type of crew. Yeah, Shaheem, all of them little dudes were coming up into it too. Like mm-hmm. it was it was an experience. My mom is in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I got my we got my mom in that movie. Kane, my yeah. brother Kane, yeah. he's the one, he was my manager, man. He still is, man. That's mm-hmm. my brother, my older yeah. brother. Okay. And he brought all of us into that. Like, you know, me doing the music, that was like, I was like, do we do casting? I can't remember if I did casting for that. Yeah. But my nieces are in it, you know. I got to go back and watch this one in yeah. too deep. Yeah. yeah. Big movie there. Yes. And another one where you actually really now is where you actually got some form of shine was redemption yes you know what i mean that's yeah. a toki williams story yes. there let's talk about that one there okay so redemption was i'm glad i i decided to go for redemption like mm-hmm. you see the thing is you can't you can't be too bougie to try to you gotta if you go for casting mm-hmm. it's okay the you know you do a main a lead role but there ain't nothing wrong with doing background sometimes you know because the background I just went to do the background, but it turned into a, a better role. I got leveled up from a background yeah. into that role because the director, Vondi, mm-hmm. Vondi was the director of that movie. Vondi was an actor. He's, he's an actor, an older actor. He was in um, Tupac's movie when Tupac was either playing the police. You remember that movie with Tupac? Yes, that was, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he's oh, actually man, in the movie. I know what movie you're talking about. So Vondi gave me that opportunity. Okay. Shout out Vondi. Mm-hmm. Vondi was walking around when the Crips were sitting down in that scene. Yeah. Vondi was looking, scanning the crowd, and he seen me, mm-hmm. and he walked up to me. I guess he was scanning to see who he could approach yeah. to represent that Crip. And Vondi looked and he, he liked my look he came up to me and said yo you know how to throw up a crib sign yeah <laughs> <laughs> I said oh, yeah he goes okay this is what I want you to do yeah and then I just did what he told me to do you know what I mean so, iconic yes and I'm glad I was a part of the, that history yeah you know Tookie Williams was alive when we filmed that okay yeah and Kane spoke to Tookie on the phone and everything like I wish I got to talk to Tookie yeah. on the phone you know Barbara Mc, Barbara Bicknell mm-hmm. was Tookie's one of Tookie's best friends. Mm-hmm. Lynn Whitfield plays her in the movie, the the girl from um, yeah. Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Yep. Yeah, she plays Barbara Bicknell, and um, we got pretty close. Me and Barbara Bicknell. Mm-hmm. She says like like that's like my second mom. Yeah. You know, she told me to tell my mom that too. Like yo. And she has the same name as my mom too. Like it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Life is life is very interesting. You never know where you're gonna end up, where you're gonna happen. Because remember, you said you took a role as a background. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and, and he just walked up to you and picked an upgrade right away. You. Yes. Yeah. You know. And the thing is, by the time Tookie they gave him the lethal injection, mm-hmm. Tookie already seen the movie. He yeah. got to see it. And Barbara said that part that we was speaking on. It was Tookie's favorite part of the movie, so that made me feel like blessed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, represented for the man. You know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's big, and again, because you're a reality rapper, yeah. you understand yeah. what it was he's going through, so you understood how to really bring it to life. You know yes. what I mean? It wasn't. Yes. It was. You just had to 
channel something and say, okay, yes. here I am right here. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. Big. Exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I find amazing too is, I'm not sure if you're a video game player, mm -hmm. but the fact that you were in Street Fighter. Yes. All right? Yes, yes. Crazy. Because yeah, yeah. I know as a kid, we played Street Fighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How did that even come up? Capcom is a big video game company, you know, and they came to Canada looking for their guy. They did an audition and everybody was there. Everybody went to the audition. I seen everybody at the audition. And I say everybody, yeah. everybody like Ghetto I think I think Ghetto Concept was at the audition. Maestro was at the audition. Cardi was at the audition. Shaclair, Mishi. Anybody you could think of at that time yeah. was there. Sarkti, everybody. Mm -hmm. And I guess nobody was prepared. Well, everybody was prepared. Mm -hmm. You know, but the beat that they put on for you to rap on, yeah. you didn't know what it was going to be. Okay. So it was some fast video game, doom, 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 like, <laughs> like some fast, 100 and some tempo. Yeah. So I guess when it was my turn, I wa you're not allowed in the room when anybody's up there auditioning. Yeah. When it's your turn, they call you in the room and you just see them sitting at the table, you're on the stage, they have their pen, they put on the beat and I was like, okay. Yeah. And then I... I Yo, it's an opportunity, bro. I, I wasn't gonna let that pass, bro. I rapped on that mm -hmm. hundred and something beat. <laughs> <laughs> I rapped on that fast beat, yeah. and I stayed on it, bro. Like yeah. you know, and at the end of it, I think it was the next day or the later that day they contacted us and said, "Yo, we want to use you guys." Yeah, yeah. So I ended up doing the voices, like round one fight. What? Yes. I thought it was just okay. I have a song and stuff. Nah. The crazy thing, they told me on a Sunday that you have studio tomorrow. Like, we're going to go to studio. We're going to, we want you to record three songs. Yeah. That wasn't even written yet. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. how am I going to do this? Yeah. It's either I just say, oh, I can't do it. I don't have three songs. Yeah. Opportunity gone. Or. I start writing these three songs right now. Yeah. So I said, okay, yeah, we'll be there. Mm -hmm. And I, I wrote three songs. I never did that before. Three songs in less than 24 hours, son. Wrote three tracks. Yeah. Yeah. And this was for Street Fighter. This is for Street Fighter 3. So when you're picking your, your, your character, yeah. you hear a song in the menu. You hear me rapping. When the game's over, you hear me rapping. And then the theme song, that mm -hmm. was my favorite one. The, the yeah. one that they used for the, the main anthem, Street Fighter 3. That was crazy. Like That's... Yeah. The fact that you actually did the voiceover parts yeah. too, that's the part that is to me. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, a crazy yeah, part yeah, there. Yeah. Fight. Yo, you know what I mean? Yo, Start, yo, yeah, yo, they that's gave the me, crazy part. They gave part. me pa pages. Yeah. I must have said something 450 <laughs> words or phrases like K-O, you lose. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Things that you would hear in video games. So, I mean, that was an experience, man. That That's was an experience. crazy. Man. And why did they choose to come to Canada to look for artists opposed to if they're, are they an American company or are they f a Japanese company? Japanese. Yeah. Yes. So, they decided, hmm, let's try Canada. Yeah. Like, I mean, Japanese to the point where they weren't even talking English. They had a yeah. translator come yeah. in and, 
I got you, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, crazy. Yeah. Those type of experiences are crazy. Yes. Right now, we're in 2020. Yeah. All right. What's What's Infinite doing in 2020 right now? Yo, I'm doing the same thing as everybody else going through mm-hmm. this pandemic. You know what I mean? I mean, just staying safe. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Still being productive in a sense where, you know, we're creating. Right now, I have my niece, mm-hmm. Shana Kane. Seen that? She's she's putting in some work right now. Like we just we shot we started shooting videos from last year for her. Okay. Yeah, but now is her time. We're releasing Shana Shana's music. Yeah. Shout out to Shana Kane, man. Yeah, man, I'm so proud of her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Will you do you plan on releasing any new music? You're more behind the scenes. Where where are you involved with music right now? I plan now? on releasing more music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just getting my hands in, involved with other things at the same time. Like, yeah. you know, not just releasing music, but just being behind things and directing things and producing things. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's big there. And especially yeah. when you came out, you came out in the early 2000s. This was a one, two, three. One was when you went solo? Okay, so I went solo. No, sorry, in 97. 97 is when solo. I dropped the yeah. first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then at that time, there, remember, there's still, yeah, we're getting a little buzz here, a little buzz there. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think that you would have actually seen the music scene where it's is right now where like Drake and all of these guys have the place on Super Smash as a Canadian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm proud that he, he he's the one representing too at this moment. He, he his perception mm-hmm. it, it's international. It's like on a level where it's not corny. Yeah. As long as he stays in that lane where he doesn't try to be a gangster, you know, just be yourself. You don't have to be tough to be you don't you don't have to be tough yeah. to try to impress people. Mm-hmm. Just be yourself, and people will accept you. You know. Yeah. So long as he does that, yo man, I like I like the way he's representing us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. And the groundwork that the artists that you, you named and we spoke about before, Ghetto Concept, myself, I feel like those are the foundation rappers that helped the rappers now. One thousand percent. You understand? So I'm proud of I'm proud of it, man. Mm-hmm. As an artist, a lot of artists would hate on that. Like hate on like the fact that oh, Drake, um nah nah, nah B. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it's one of us. Of course, boss, because you know I saying? how I try to describe things to people all the time, it's like this. If I'm hating on you. Yeah. There's somebody right behind me yeah. hating on me, you know. I, yeah. As soon as I turn around, they're hating on yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I'm showing love, hopefully somebody's back there showing love. Even if they're yes. not, okay, cool. But I know if it's the hate, yeah. you're going to hate. Yeah. You understand? So no doubt, that's that's big right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Infinite, your story, your vibe, your energy, yeah. what you brought to the table tonight was very, very interesting. The one that yeah. caught me off guard was that video game one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? There's yeah. a lot of people looking in China that probably don't even know where to find. Yo, you know, the, the crazy thing is, mm-hmm. Street Fighter 3, the third strike, after a while, I did that in 98, 99, mm-hmm. and then after a while, I think it was like, couple years ago they tried to get somebody to do over the soundtrack and everybody was mad like yeah. everybody's like yo 
Like I was looking at and watching reviews. <laughs> guys are like, yo, y'all just messed up a whole masterpiece. Like yeah. I'm gonna send it to you. Crazy. And people are like dissing whoever's doing it now. Yeah. Whoever tried to do over the soundtrack, they try to refresh it or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they said, "Yo, y'all should have just left it alone." Yeah, yeah no, cause that's you know iconic. I mean? Street Fighter yeah. to be part of that brand, yeah. that Street Fighter brand, yeah, epic. Listen, right now, before I get you out of here, if they want to check out what you have going on, check up with you on social media, leave some handles where they could actually check out what's going on right now. Well, you know what? Instagram. My Instagram is infinite underscore ld. You know, I, you're probably going to leave it on the bottom of the screen, right? Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? So the correct spelling, infinite underscore LD. Mm -hmm. Twitter, oh, my God. I, I'm I'm bad with Twitter. Like, yeah. I, I haven't been on Twitter for, like, three months. Wow. But I still go on once in a while. But, I mm -hmm. mean, Instagram is where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, look out for some new stuff coming. Look out for some new material. Look out for some, we're going to gonna give you guys new artists we gave you ghetto concept we gave you infinite we're about to give you shauna kane we're about to add to the industry you know what i mean yeah big 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 right there listen yeah. any shout out anybody you want to big up right now before yeah. we get you out of here yeah shout out my niece shauna kane mm -hmm. look out for her single it's out right now none like you mm -hmm. you know what i mean shout out everybody shout out kane everybody it's like it's gonna be a long list so yeah. i'm just saying shout out Lockdown Entertainment, the family, everybody that's supporting the movement. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Shout you out, man. Thank you for having me. Big up yourself, you know I mean? brother. No doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Great conversation, Infinite. Great, Line. great, great. That's what, that's what you I'm know saying. what I mean? That's what I'm saying. A lot of people are going to see this and learn a lot yeah. and understand exactly who Infinite is. Yes, yes. You understand? Yes, that's the, My that's brother. the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so very much for coming through. Yeah. Let me give you an outro and get you out of here. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.